Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels. This is episode 240. Wanted to say happy Friday. This is spam week. We're talking today about what I'll call the bare minimum. And before we get started, just wanted to mention two kind of bits of trivia related to executive presence morsels. The first is a bit of a curiosity. Um, I've noticed uh, over the past several months, um, just wanted to see how the show was showing up in Apple Podcasts. So when I go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and I type in executive presence, I'm actually kind of surprised that my show actually comes up in the first or second spot. And then I thought about it and I thought maybe it's not that surprising because I'm actually doing an episode every weekday and I don't think there's anyone else uh, talking about executive presence doing it every single day. There may be someone doing a leadership podcast every single day, but even then it's probably not that common. So maybe I shouldn't be shocked that it's actually showing up, but I'd be curious if you try it. Um, let me know if it shows up the same for you or if it's just something because it's on my phone and they want me to see because they know it's uh, my show that it comes up. So just curious what your experience would be. The second thing, which was kind of cool and, and fun, was I just realized uh, tonight that if I say uh, Alexa, play Executive Presence Morsels, and sorry um, if I turned on your Alexa, I don't have Alexa at home, um, so uh, or in this room, I think I just have it on my phone, uh, it actually will look up Executive Presence Morsels. I think I say Alexa, um, play Executive Presence Morsels on Apple Podcasts, or I could say on Spotify, and it actually pulls it up. And it's really cool. It just starts playing. So um, I don't know why that made me so happy. <laughs> I'm not even a huge Alexa user, um, but it, it was kind of cool uh, to see the show come up that way. So g give it a go. Try it. Maybe if you're uh, you know, in the car or someplace where you know, you're, you're, uh, you want to do something hands-free, give it a try and let me know if that works for you. So back to the episode, we're going to be talking about what we can learn from spam and doing the bare minimum. And what I mean by that is sometimes less really is more, right? When you get this message from someone and it's not anything you were really expecting or asking for, sometimes there can be some interesting content in there. However, I find it's more effective when you give people just enough right? Just enough to, to get them curious or to give them some value and not try to go over the top with a tsunami of all this extra information. And after a while, they're just like, Ugh, this is too much. Delete, spam, you know, whatever. They're not going to forward it or respond to it, you know, anymore. And I feel like the same thing happens from an executive presence standpoint, whether it's managing up and trying to convince people of something, or maybe you manage a team and it's trying to motivate them or to explain uh, to them a process or how to do something. I think it's a really good concept um, to do the bare minimum, 
Now, please don't take this the wrong way. By the bare minimum, I don't mean you don't care and you can't be bothered and you don't want to waste your time. What I mean is a, a little bit more of a nuanced, more nuanced concept. Uh, so perhaps bare minimum isn't a great way to describe it. But the concept, the principle is to do as little as possible, but as much as necessary. Right. So let me say that again. As little as possible, as much as necessary. So a metaphor that I like to use to get this concept across is let's say you're crossing the street with, with a really small child, a young child who isn't able to cross the street uh, by themselves. And they're young enough that they're, you know, they're kind of delicate, right? You know, they, it's not like a 13 year old, um, you know, or a 15 year old. It's like a really small child. So uh, you're holding their hand. And you're not going to hold their hands so tightly because you probably crush their fingers, right? You could, you could hurt them. And as you head towards uh, the busy intersection, you want to make sure you have a good hold of them, especially if you're not like, you know, holding them, carrying them, right? So you're walking, they're walking, they're fine to walk and you're holding their hand. You want to hold their hand as softly as possible, but as much as necessary. So they don't wriggle out and run into the street and there's a horrible accident. Something like that actually almost happened to me um, when I was younger with one of my cousins. He like ran out into the street uh, and luckily he was okay. Um, but that really scared me <laughs> really, really badly for, for a long time that, uh, that something horrible almost happened. So if you are trying to convince someone of something, it often works best when you just give them as much as they need and not anymore. And, you know, in sales, they always say, don't talk past the sale. And it's the same concept, basically, because you've already succeeded or given them what you need to succeed. And anything you do above and beyond that, you're actually hurting yourself and you're actually going counter to your own interests. So that's one thing I think we can learn from uh, spam that's effective, where they give us just enough, you know, the, the bare minimum in a good way to keep our interests, to maybe get us to act uh, without flooding us or giving us too much information, which is going to upset us and convince us maybe not to do anything uh, and not to connect and establish more of a relationship. So what I'd love for you to do today is the next time uh, you have to try to convince someone. It could be at home. It could be at work. It could be a friend. Try convincing with less, right? Just go for the best argument, the one argument, you know, uh, enough convincing, and then don't feel compelled to do any more than that. And just let it sit and see how the person responds, right? Do as little as possible and as much as necessary. And I would love to hear how it goes. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I often get asked, why did you create the Thrive Guide for High Potential Underrepresented Professionals? It all started out with one unanswered question. How do you thrive in environments where your advancement is still considered an anomaly? I know far too many talented, ambitious, and devoted professionals whose efforts to climb the corporate ladder were met with resistance, broken promises, and sometimes outright sabotage. As I look for guidance to meet this challenge, there wasn't much out there other than the generic you have to be better and work harder than everyone else. While I see some wisdom in this, it ignores the damage that this double standard wreaks on your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. It also doesn't provide any specific strategies on how to handle the daily challenges, such as microaggressions, that create extra drag on your performance. I began to explore this for myself when a few pages of notes turned into 33 lessons, 2.5 hours, and a lot of video editing. The final result was the Thrive Guide with its seven strategies to thrive. Each strategy is designed to address challenges that are rooted in societal, institutional, and personal expectations for groups that have not been, and largely still are not, prevalent in leadership positions. If you refuse to have artificial limits placed on your advancement, but continue to be met with resistance, then this Thrive Guide is for you. Available now on Udemy.com. Let's get thriving. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. We are at season 25. I can't believe it's season 25 from starting on July 7th in 2021. We haven't missed a single day. Every weekday, vacations, holidays notwithstanding, we've delivered Executive Presence Morsels to you, uh, as I promised, and uh, we will reevaluate at the end of one year. So episode 262, I think, will be um, the last official one. Um, there may be a 263, but I'll have to decide. So along those lines, um, would really love to get your feedback. Um, sometimes I don't know how much people are listening to this or who's listening to this. Occasionally people will mention it to me, but especially, you know, being home more during um, COVID and working from home, a lot of times I don't get a lot of feedback. So I would love to hear Either leave a review on Apple Podcasts or you can email me at joe at connectioncounselor.com. If this is something you enjoy and would. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.